0: April the 9th, 2021, and you're listening to A Minute with Pastor Mark. We are in John chapter 3 today, and what a fitting chapter to end the week on. Probably the greatest chapter in relationship to what it means to be saved over any other chapter in all of the New Testament. So John 3 is a conversation between Jesus and a Pharisee named Nicodemus. And that's what the first 21 verses deal with in this chapter. They deal with this conversation that Jesus had with this man who came to him at night and said, Rabbi, we know you're special because nobody can do what you're doing unless they're from God. And then Jesus says in verse 3, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Well, Nicodemus wants to know what does that mean? What does it mean to be born again? How how can, can I go back in my mother's womb and be? What are you talking about? So Jesus then explains to him what it means to be born again, and he says in verse number fourteen, "As Moses lifted up the wilder up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in Him should not perish." but have eternal life. And then here's the verse that we all know and love and are grateful for. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Oftentimes, verse 16 gets quoted so often, and it's the gospel in one verse, but a lot of times... I don't want to say that I feel bad for the verses around it, but the things that he said after that are incredibly powerful too. For example, verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. A lot of people are really hard on God when there's natural disasters or there's a mass shooting and where was God in all of this. The reality is, is if God doesn't God didn't step into our world, there would be nothing good in our world at all. That man has only evil in his heart continually, and if God didn't intervene by sending his son to save us and sending the Holy Spirit to help change us, boy, the world would be about it would be unlivable. And so God is the thing that brings good to the world. And that's why Jesus came, not to condemn it, but to save it. So he he goes on to talk more about what it means to believe, what it means to be saved. And then the chapter ends in verses 22 through 36 with... Uh, some statements from John the Baptist about his ministry. And this is where I'm saying that I think John 3, 16 and what Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus is so powerful. But man, there's some powerful statements that John the Baptist makes at the end of this particular chapter. And they come to him It says in verse 25 that there arose a dispute between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing and all are coming to him. So this is what they are in a sense saying. You're losing your crowd to Jesus. What do you think about that? And John says in verse 27, a man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. That's a powerful statement. Because we are so taught in America that you get it by working hard. You get it by putting effort into it. And and effort and hard work and all of that plays a role. But if God doesn't move, it really doesn't matter how hard you work. So this is a statement of humility when he says that. And he goes, look, I'm not Christ. Um, I, I, I have been sent before him, but I'm not the Christ. And he says in verse 30, he must increase, but I must decrease. And then he reaffirms what Jesus said to Nicodemus in 36 when he says, He who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. What a powerful chapter and some powerful verses for us to memorize and think about as we go into the weekend, we are so blessed to have the opportunity, the gift of everlasting life. May we never forget it. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to earth. We don't deserve it. We would be hopeless without you. So we are thankful that you came. We, thank, we are thankful that you died on the cross to save us, to cover the cost of our sins, We love you, and we're grateful that we have a relationship with God through you. Please help us to live to bring you glory. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Well, you guys have an amazing weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday.